0: ready for that, I had to get my mood lighting ready, it's really bright in here. it's obnoxiously bright, so I usually put it down a little bit so we have a sort of sensual, intimate vibe, you and me now, and they've tuned out, okay, um, so my name's Vinnie, good evening, welcome along, this is the Vinnie White Show, and you can call it if you want, I might get time to take a call, it's going to be a busy one, it's going to be a good one, I think. Uh, call it 416-872-1010. You can text the show on 71010. It's a news-flavoured gatto with lashings of comedy custard, bringing you last week's news with a, a mild scent of, of slapdash journalism. The Vinnie White Show. Nice to be here. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I feel a bit festive today, so hopefully that will come across later. Coming up tonight here on The Best Show Ever... Um, what happens in our, uh, last week I was selling my new Holiday Argument CD, we'll do that again, new Holiday Argument CD reminds me of uh, every Christmas argument I've ever had, now put on a CD, listen to the Argument CD, so you don't have to argue with your family this Christmas, you're welcome, we'll do that, um, I'm going to try, well actually we'll probably start with this because I've got a feeling we're going to be put on hold, I want to do, um, a live carol, 24-7 hotline, which has been set up, so we'll do that in a minute. Also, stuff and things. Just to hang about, it's an hour of pretty good stuff. Don't want to do the big reveal now, do I? Just just have faith, for goodness sake. Um, So we'll start with this. Uh, I was reading a report today that you can call a number and a live person will sing you any Christmas song, 24-7. Now, Patrick, I sent you a little clip there, mate. If you could have a little look at that, because I want to play that in a minute, but let's just give you a bit of a rundown. For one week in December, which happens to be this week, between finals and end of semester goodbyes, students in uh, one college dorm take turns singing holiday tunes to strangers. Strangers like us. So we'll call them in a minute, we'll see how it goes. Apparently it's an around-the-clock procedure, manned phones by volunteers. They're just doing it for a bit of a laugh, taking requests for songs from people all over the world for a bit of holiday cheer. And I'm already festive, so I think this could up my festiveness by about 20%. Um, The number, if you're interested, actually write this down because we'll have to call it in a minute, is is cutting edge. Honestly, finding a pen in this building. You'd think that they were made of gold. Well done, mate. Ten points. 217-332-1882. 217-332-1882. Don't call now because you'll jam the lines. We want to call now. And you can enjoy the fun. Um, Text me your request to 71010, and I'll pass on that request to the hotline. All right? It's all terribly clever. 71010. Text me that. First one in. Oh, first one in is, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, says someone. All right, then. I've got a feeling that's English. I remember singing that when I was a little kiddy wink. At school. Did I say singing? Sorry, I meant murdering. I remember murdering that when I was a kid. Um, so Pat, is, I've got my finest man on it. Are we, what's happened? Are we on hold? Do you want me to get put on hold right away? Yeah, I think so. Okay, what, I'll do What's that happening now. at the moment? Can you put it for,
1: through live? Yeah, I can. Do that then. You can, I can't scr- do the call right now live. Why not? I could get them, and when they say they're ready to go, then I'll put them on. Well, can I do it?
0: You sure? How do oh technical gubbins. I should have thought this through. Right, I'll tell you what, I've got a plan. It's as cunning as a fox. Patrick, don't phone them now. Play the video so we can learn more about it. And while you're playing it, phone them. Basically, mate, if you wouldn't mind just doing all the work, I'm just gonna have a coffee. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Imagine working there. Oh, that's bad noise. My name
1: is John Eckert. I'm a freshman out here. Uh, my name is Ben Johnson, uh, I'm a senior. Uh, this is
0: my second time doing dial a and it's been fun every time.
1: I'm Shelby Ewan, I'm a freshman, and I have volunteered for about five hours at dial a
2: My name is Lake Quas, I'm currently a junior studying economics and math, and. As far as hours go, it gets pretty hazy after a while. There's some late nights, so I'd say
1: close to 20-ish, I guess, for now. I've probably done 10 hours so far. We've been going on since midnight last Wednesday. I've already put in over 20 hours of my own time. It's probably hitting 30 by now, considering I love it so much. Like, I'll study and take phone calls at the same time. There's just a number that people can call from all around the world, and um, we answer, and there's three different phones, and um, you just call and make a log and write their name, where they're calling from, and what song they want, and we will just sing it for them. And we have a book full of carols, and if we don't know it, we'll just look it up on YouTube and play it for them.
3: Here we recall the most famous reindeer of all. We're Rooted off the, the
1: red-nosed reindeer, reindeer. Yeah. reindeer yeah, not, and a very shiny ball. nose not like perfect. a wax ball. And, and uh, if yeah. you yeah. ever saw it, I'd you Dalgale. Like a flashlight. All of the yeah. other reindeer. reindeer.
0: The so there you go. That gives you a little flavour of the offices of Dial a Carol. And I am pleased to tell you that we have dialed a Carol. And... Imagine if Carol worked there. That would be Carol at Dialer Carol. Um, but we're currently on hold. And it could be like that for a while. Now, don't you go calling them because then you'll just corrupt the system. We're doing this for you. This is a public service to inject some festivity into our lives. What's happening at the minute, Pat? I'm listening to some lovely elevator music. You'd think that Dialer Carol would at least put on some reasonable carols while you wait. In fact, they could just make that the service. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think that would defeat the purpose. That one was great. I'll call it back later. Okay. Well, let me know, because uh, if there's one thing that Patrick's good at, it's juggling phones and other stuff. And in the meantime, I'll just keep this comedy soup rolling on down our gullets. Trump. It's like a swear word, isn't it, Trump? And it's, it instals a bit more fear, for good reason, really. What? Is he all right? He's not all right, is he? he what's happened up there? I'm not talking about his hair. That's beyond any fixing. But so, so too is his brain. What is in that skull of his? Underneath that hair cloud, what actually is going on? That's what I want to know. Because this week, in case you didn't know, I'm pretty sure you do by now, he did some uh, fantastic bigoted rhetoric. He is good, isn't he? Uh, I mean, he... He is good at headlines. I'll give him that. But, um, bombastic, bigoted, racist rhetoric. Yep, it could only be Trump. He was referring, of course, uh, to barring Muslims forever. Have you got the clip? Everyone's heard it anyway, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Not that clip. It doesn't really matter. It went something like this. Hey, I, Donald Trump, who seem to be incapable of realising who I am, even though I am Donald Trump, but anyway, Donald Trump has decided... To completely ban Muslims from coming in. Something like that. The accent was a bit off. Um, And he managed to do just a slight, a a little bit more sort of spine-tingling fear. He went on to do some really weird things. He also claimed that parts of London, England, are so radicalised the city's police force are afraid for their own lives. Er, not really. In fact, if you listen to the mayor, Boris Johnson, doing his fantastic retort this week... He cleans up a few things. First of all, crime in London is falling, significantly, and Boris goes on to say this.
3: I think Donald Trump is clearly out of his mind, if you think that's a sensible way to proceed. You can't ban people going to the United States in that way, or indeed to any country. And and what he's doing is playing the game of the terrorists and those who seek to divide us. That is exactly the kind of reaction they hope to produce. And I have to say, when Donald Trump says that there are parts of... London that uh, are no-go areas, I think he's betraying a quite stupefying ignorance that makes him frankly unfit to hold the office of President of the United States. Uh, I would invite him to come and see the whole of London and and take him round uh, the city, except that uh, I wouldn't want to expose Londoners to any unnecessary risk of meeting Donald Trump.
0: Do you think he shouldn't be allowed in the country?
3: Well, you know, I think it's no, it's a free country and you can't stop people unless he's guilty of some criminal offence. I don't know quite how you'd stop him coming to this country. If he wanted to come to this city, we would make every effort to uh, show him the city and show him that he's talking complete nonsense. Boom! Absolutely perfect delivery from
0: Boris Johnson, Mayor of London, who has, by the way, a similar hair thing going on. I, I can't call it haircut haircut because it isn't. It's the it's thing. Nondescriptive thing on his head. Um... Trump also is very confused, isn't he, about the whole world in general. Do you know, he said, uh, he was talking about um, Harrison Ford in Air Force One, and he said, my favourite was when Harrison Ford was on the plane. I love Harrison Ford. He stood up for America. To which Harrison Ford needed to remind Donald Trump that it was, in fact, a movie.
3: It's a movie.
1: And he liked...
0: liked Donald,
3: (laughs) it was a movie. It's not like this in real life. How would you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so at least it's a good comedy machine, the Trump Meister. Although it is slightly petrifying at the same time. Uh, J.K. Rowling said uh, of Donald Trump this week on Twitter, Lord Voldemort was nowhere near as bad as Trump. Which I think calling Trump Lord Voldemort is an insult to Lord Voldemort, really, isn't it? Voldemort may have been more evil than, I don't know, Pierce Morgan's face, but at least he was clever. Now, there's no documentation to... uh, Sorry, there is documentation to prove some of Trump's hotels have been built by illegal immigrants, making him... Pick pick... up the phone that we got these uh, carrots. This is what I wanted to hear. Hello, is that Dialer Carroll? Dialer Carroll, put him through. Press buttons, do things. Don't get rid of him. What are you doing? Hello? Talk to me. Patrick, don't make me come in there with a stick. Hello, is that Dialer Carroll?
1: Yes, this
0: is Diola Carroll. Hello, nice to hear from you. First of all, I just want to say I think your service is fantastic and you make me really happy.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
0: You're live on News Talk 1010, which is a very nice radio station here in the heart of Toronto. And we were wondering if you'd be so kind as to do a carol for us.
1: Yes, of course.
0: That's very kind of you. You've probably got a few thousand listeners, so don't, you know, I don't know if that's going to help you or hinder you. But now at least you are armed with information.
2: Of course, of course. And what song would you guys like us
0: to, to Do sing? you know? Uh someone texted in to me and said, couldn't you get them to sing Hark the Herald Angels sing?
2: Yes, just give me a second though.
0: Appreciate it. You take all the time you need.
2: Okay.
0: Have a swig of water. I'm nervous for her. Who knows what could happen. It could be one, it could be just her. Maybe she's got some buddies around her. You're listening live to News Talk 1010, Dialer Carroll. The herald sing, glory
1: to the king. Peace on earth and mercy, mild. God and sinners reconcile. Joyful,
3: he makes of the sky. With the Christ is
2: <laughs> oh, Glory to the new can. Can. Oh,
0: wonderful. On behalf Hooray. of everyone in Toronto, I thank you, Tyler. You're thank wonderful. Thank you very much. Beautiful. What's you're your name?
1: Um, I am Jackie.
0: And you're in Illinois, aren't you?
1: Yes, we are here in the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign.
0: Well, my friends, if I could buy you a drink, I would. Next time you have one, think of us here in Canada. But we love you dearly.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye. How nice was that?
0: Good choice, whoever texted in Hark the Herald sing. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that halfway through, a friend who was doing very little said, Hiya! Hiya! That was funny. (laughs) Oh, dear. See, it's not all bad down there, isn't it? They're not all bonkers. There's just one or two that make it look a bit dodgy. Anywho... And a little bit of light in amongst the dark of the Trump. nut job with a cloud for a hairdo perched on a skull protecting a brain that could be mistaken for an acorn. A racist acorn. Nice-looking wife, though,
1: Trump, don't you think? A series of them.
0: Yeah, the latest edition's very good. Although she does look a bit like a waxwork that's been left out in Death Valley for a summer.
1: Yeah, some people compare her to, like, an evil cartoon villain queen kind of thing. Oh,
0: I can see that, yeah. When we come back, who knows where we're going to go on The Vinnie White Show. I will be talking to Amanda Capito about Christmas parties and a few other things coming your way, so keep it locked.
1: You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio. News, News Talk 1010.
0: I'm here every week from 9 through to so 10. Sometimes I do fill-in work you can call it work for the other guys when they're off but uh you can always get me at vinniewhite.co.uk where you can download podcasts of this gubbins and stick it in your ears in case the kids are irritating you over christmas um first text in hey vinnie re Donald. yes he is kind of goofy but one thing he is not is stupid everything stated is planned just saying What does everyone say just saying I don't know. It sort of
1: weakens a point, I think. I think he, it's like, I'm not willing to fight for this. Oh, I'll just put it out. Is there.
0: it another way of saying, having said that, I have respect for you as a broadcaster? Yeah. But in a more sort of colloquial, abbreviated way? Yeah. In future, could you put, having said that, I respect you as a broadcaster? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not sure I agree with you, though, because, like, for example, right now, I'm writing down. Banning Muslims would be a good idea. And now I'm going to say it out loud. Banning Muslims would be a good idea. See, I planned saying that, but it's still stupid. (laughs) Also, it's almost definitely unconstitutional as well. It certainly sounds unconstitutional. The Constitution guarantees the free exercise of religion for all Americans. But when it comes to approving visas to come to the US, the government has a lot of leeway. It doesn't have to tell someone why his or her American visa or application to immigrate permanently was denied. So in practice, the US could probably quietly deny Muslim's visa requests for a while, but announcing it in advance, as he kind of has, if he was to get in, um, would probably be unwise. And the policy would immediately be challenged in court where it would be ruled as illegal. So he's quite stupid. Um, But having said all that, I actually respectfully uh, enjoy your point. And it was very kind of you to text in. And I have uh, nothing but a big Christmassy hug for you in all of its manifestations. DJ hates police, lets them know. Story out of a Wales today. Uh, it actually happened this week, but it's just, it's just hit the press. And you hear it, heard it here first. Cooney's Bar in Llandudno, Wales, right? privately owned bar, North Wales Police reported to an emergency call to the pub in Clandodno, as it's known there, I think. (laughs) There's a lot of (laughs) in Wales. At a trial this week, the owners of that pub, Joanne and Michael Cooney of Cooney's Bar, were told to behave or risk losing their licence. It all stemmed from an earlier incident where the DJ in question had been drinking heavily and then he decided to call the police. So the police arrived, yeah? They realised there was no crime, but they were part of an elaborate prank. Soon as they walked in, what did he play? He played this. Apparently he was, he was laughing hysterically. Police didn't find it as funny. Where's their sense of humour? Yeah, after the hearing, Joanne, the owner, told media, we want, to draw, we, we want to draw a line under it and get on and have a good relationship with the police. The police. Our DJ was very drunk that night and he was stupid. Stupid boy. I'm sorry for everything. But we're relieved and we want to move on now. What was that last bit? We want to move on. She's uh, spent some time in Jamaica, I think. Since we told him he was in trouble, our DJ has been on his best (laughs) behaviour. In reading that story, I I started researching Peppa Pig, right? Which, by the way, as you probably could tell from that, is English. But apparently it's, it's getting quite big. A lot of bands can't make it across the Atlantic, but apparently Peppa Pig has broken North America. Have you heard of Peppa Pig?
1: Yeah, I have younger nieces. They definitely were into Peppa Pig. Yeah. I've heard it before, that's for sure.
0: Why are police dubbed pigs?
1: Um, I don't know. It's just a derogatory, unclean, slovenly, stereotypically overweight animal. <laughs> are these your thoughts? I've just a guess. Yeah, okay
0: well um text just coming Vinny. i absolutely respect you as a broadcaster and i'm not sure why i was saying just saying oh see you've affected change i was thinking actually this week we should probably do a mandatory texting to all the listeners because often i ask you to text in but i think this this week i'm gonna make you text in this is a it's mandatory it's perfunctory what's the other word uh, obligatory ob- there's ob- a
1: great one yeah
0: i remember having an argument with an american border guard once cuz he took my pl- he took my um he took my fingerprints cuz if if you're a uk subject you get treated like a farmyard animal ironically yeah pepper pig is how I, <laughs> pretty much how i felt when i was crossing the border into the states a few years ago and I, I had absolutely no idea that I'd have to have my fingerprints done. I've got no criminal record. How dare you? What a complete infringement of my rights. I was disgusted by it. So I said to him, "Is this obligatory?" And he hadn't heard that word. That'll happen. Yeah. And if there's one thing you want to do to an American border guard, is condescend him.
1: Yes, I'm talking down <laughs> to them.
0: They love that. And so I remember I said, "Is this obligatory?" And he said, "What?" I said, "Is this obligatory?" He said, "Huh." I said, is this obligatory? And I'm annoyed because I don't want this. I never asked for this. And by the way, they also charge you $8 US, which in Canadian money nowadays is $3.5 million for for the invasion of your privacy. And do they wash your hands afterwards? No. And are they pretty women? No. Big old fat bloke sweating away. So I said, is it obligatory for the fourth and final time? He said, do you mean mandatory? It's the same thing banned for two months um
1: anyway what are we talking about
0: oh yeah mandatory texting what should we get them to text in i don't know you started this one Uh,
1: don't hang it on me now
0: well we make it festive and nice um merry christmas what am i saying that to uh, we should ask him a question oh that's true it's a bit boring that's a better gauge we'll just get a few thousand merry christmases um mandatory texting today is this What are you most dreading about Christmas Day? Because let's be honest, it's nearly all fun, happiness and singing and dancing. But every now and then there's a crap bit, isn't there? So join the club of (laughs) miserable misanthropes by ruining Christmas and telling me which bit you hate about it. Or let's make it open. Either most dreading or most looking forward to on Christmas Day.
1: We'll be able to tell. Yeah,
0: but, yeah exactly. <laughs> It'll be pretty
1: obvious. Yeah, I reckon.
0: So that's your mandatory text in. You have to text in on 71010. And if you don't, we'll send out a man to beat you with a stick.
1: This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010.
0: Moscow cemeteries to install free Wi-Fi reported this week. Three of Moscow's most visited cemeteries are about to enter the digital age with the installation of full Wi-Fi connectivity. I'll just say that again, because I'm not sure I'm even saying it. Cemeteries to install free Wi-Fi. Cemeteries. It still feels weird. Visitors will be able to browse the internet for free at three cemeteries, starting from the first half of 2016. The head of the city's funeral services office in Moscow says the aim is to help visitors find out more about famous people buried there and their graves and to distract them from the uncomfortableness of being in a cemetery. Right, the first bit I sort of understand, although why anyone chooses to wander around looking at gravestones and then looking people up is beyond me. But surely you don't need to be distracted from why you went there. You went there to reflect. Am I taking this too seriously? I I don't know. Telecommunications company YS Systems says it offered to install the Wi-Fi networks after hearing about plans to create rest areas, dubbed zones of psychological comfort, at the cemeteries. In a survey, respondents complained about the lack of internet at the cemetery. Really? I would have thought you were complaining about the internet at the cemetery. While we were thinking about how to implement this project, with the greatest possible sensitivity and respect for the departed, An answer popped up in our minds. Wouldn't it be great if we could have Wi-Fi in cemeteries? Said the company installing it. That's amazing. Why reflect on the life of the recently deceased loved ones that you had in your life when you can play Candy Crush? Or look at cat videos? Some of those cat videos are funny. What's funnier than a cat creeping up on a camera? You won't even remember who died. With new Russian cemeteries. I think it's quite tasteless. Uh, Also this week, women allowed to vote in Saudi Arabia. I was really pleased to hear this, although I must say I was quite surprised. A woman has won a seat for the first time in the history of Saudi Arabia in their elections. Because, of course, not only are they allowed to vote, they're allowed to run in Saudi Arabia now. Groundbreaking stuff. According to the Electrical Electrical Commission, who were doing some rewiring at the time, Uh, according to the Electoral Commission... Uh, her name is Salba bint Hizab Al-Tawiba. I haven't been drinking. Uh, won a seat on Mecca's council on Saturday, where she was running against uh, seven men and two other women. So congratulations to her. The election was the first time where women were permitted to vote and stand as candidates. Uh, nearly a 1,000 of the 6,500 candidates in Saudi Arabia were women this year. Uh, they were not allowed to directly meet any male voters during their campaigns, as women are not allowed to speak to men outside their family in public. Uh, her victory may seem as an even more impressive, uh, actually, considering only 1.3 million of Saudi Arabia's 20 million citizens are actually registered to vote. Yeah, Human Rights Watch says that since women need to be accompanied by a man to go and register for an ID card, which is what you need to vote, it's unclear how many female citizens actually possess them. So it's difficult to know how many women can vote. On top of this, women are not allowed to drive to the polling stations and not all the polling stations even allowed women inside. So then let's just run through that again. Women voters, great. Positive, groovy, like. Women are not allowed to speak to men outside their public family. 1.3 million of Saudi Arabia's 20 million citizens are registered to vote only. Only. Right. Women need to be accompanied by, accompanied by a man to get an ID card to vote and they're not allowed to drive there. And if they get through all that, they might not be allowed in because they're women. It's not perfect, is it? I see what they're going for. Though. It's, it's a great start. Next, you're allowed to be gay on a Wednesday at home if you're rich and you don't touch anyone, you filthy animal. It's a start, but we need to just push it on a bit. All right, Saudi Arabia. Because if there's one pe- a lot of people listening, Saudi Arabia, I am hot in Saudi Arabia. Actually, everyone is. Um, a lot of lot of texts. Oh, of course, because we made it obligatory. You see, it's working. Yeah, don't be surprised. We should always do that. Um, things people are either dreading or looking forward to. The mother-in-law. Mm. Yeah. What's that, Patrick? Fashion Santa. Is that a thing? I've never heard of that. What? Whoever texted in Fashion Santa, are you looking forward to that or dreading that? I don't know what that is. Um... And some, <laughs> a lot of people looking forward to Nookie. I don't know if they don't get it in the rest of the year or that's their present from the wife. I don't know. But a lot of people say I'm looking forward to some sex. So good for you. Good to know. Well done. Uh, if uh, you're having any problems uh, and you're worried about the potential arguments of mothers-in-law, then don't worry. We have the answer for you, my friend. Yes, we promoted it last week. It's the new Holiday Argument CD. The new Holiday Argument CD and mp3 for downloads it reminds you of every christmas argument you've ever had christmas is a time for giving sharing and let's be honest arguing now with the new holiday argument cd and mp3 you can hear the warm sounds of a log fire mixed with the inevitable sound of arguments now with the holiday argument cd and mp3 you can avoid arguments by listening to other people's arguments the crackling sound of a cozy fire and seasonally themed jazz music are repeatedly interrupted by a bickering married couple that hate each other The husband and wife, who you will hear from throughout this CD, are arguing about everything possible, so you don't have to. Arguments like this.
2: Babe, who is at the door?
1: Oh, some uh, carolers or something. I just sent them down
2: Uh, What'd they sing?
1: I don't know. I wasn't really listening. I just was like, thanks, we're good. You can keep walking.
2: You said we're good to a bunch of little carolers? Yeah. Go back and tell them to come sing us a song.
1: No, I'm not gonna do that.
2: Oh come on! You probably ruined our whole little night.
1: I ru- no no. I
2: want to hear like Decca Halls or like Bring Us Some Figgy Pudding.
1: I can play that song on a James Taylor CD, Christmas yeah, album. Yeah, but it's if like
2: carolers. Like when do they come around?
1: It's obnoxious. I'm not gonna invite these strangers. It's Not it's just obnoxious. A her.
2: child song.
1: I'm not even. Are you gonna... serious? Look, I, it creeps me out. I don't like the tradition. I mean, why I... does
2: it creep you out?
1: Cause why are these people in my driveway singing? Cause
2: just... they're children, and they're caught. I bet they're collecting money for a cancer charity. Oh, don't
1: guilt me with that <laughs> shit. Look, I'm I'm not. I...
2: I'm just saying. I'm making a very a, a Christmas point.
1: Right, and I sent them down the road to some other wonderful family. What did
2: you say exactly?
1: I said, "Hey, we don't need any." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh my
2: God, you are such a <laughs> hole. I'm not. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are.
0: love it um, I want snow day for Christmas looking unlikely isn't it toasty at the moment 17 degrees in New York City today absolutely astonishing It's usually minus 8 and today here in Toronto it's plus 10 at some points absolutely astonishing and in a weird way out incredibly enjoyable I know, I, should, I know it's all terrible but global warming does have its occasional upside doesn't it I know. I, I know it's an awful thing to say I know Um, Hey, Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat, you know what you need? A canvas. What? Yes, wouldn't it be great if you, Pat for example, had a gift to give your family? They don't really love you much and they'd love you a lot more if you gave them a canvas of a picture of perhaps you and them looking happy. Good thought?
1: Great thought. Do you know a company that might do such a thing? I can't imagine there'd be a company like that and not to mention local. Local, yes, you
0: too can fall back in love with your family and they will love you if you buy canvas. Is this emotional blackmail? Yes, yeah.
1: It's a good idea.
0: We're doing all right at the minute, so I wouldn't worry too much. But if you're running out of Christmas ideas, then um, mrphotocanvas.com is my company. We make canvas prints. They're pretty cheap. You get 50% off if you pick them up downtown. And, uh, you know, you're welcome to bring me a bottle of wine. I'm not saying you have to, but, you know, you're coming in. Be rude not to. It's Christmas. MrPhotoCanvas.com still can get your prints done in time for Christmas. This is the Vinnie White Show, and we're joined now by the news queen bee. It's Amanda C.
2: Oh, that's good. (laughs) That should be my intro every week now.
0: Amanda Capito is resident news junkie and usually guides us on what's going on in the city. But today I'm going rogue, going off topic. I don't want to talk about what's going on in the city, I want to talk about Christmas parties in general. I went to one this week it was full of engineers right okay Uh, so they
2: usually know how to party
0: right (laughs) i'm at the age where you can't go to a party and not have children there now Mm. those glory days of craziness are behind me okay i like children they're fun You know, as you can see... As
2: you hesitated on fun. (laughs) Yep, okay. As you can tell
0: from the sincerity of my voice, (laughs) I love stupid children. (laughs) I do actually quite like them. But this is kind of my point. I like them for a bit, and then let's give them Lego, and let's talk about you, Mr. Engineer, that I've just met at a party. Right. Now, the problem with kids is, because they're very small, and they're kind of nearly always at eye level, no matter what you're doing... (laughs) And because they're very noisy and they have no sense of embarrassment, they always become the conversation, don't they? Right. And I find them very boring to talk about. I don't care the little Johnny is getting his milk teeth. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm interested in your life in the sense that if you didn't sleep last night, oh, i feel for you, buddy. Yeah. And that must suck. But let's have a drink and chat about you. Kids don't let you do that, do they?
2: Well, that's why I don't think there should be children at Christmas parties where where, where people are out drinking. You don't? No. It was a six
0: o'clock start. It was Christmas dinner. It was on a Thursday. I don't know if that's relevant.
2: Well, get the
0: babysitter. But if he did that for everything, you'd be broke, wouldn't you? You'd never go out. I guess. It's all very well for us people that don't have any kids that they know of. biased. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But don't you want to enjoy yourself? So I just had um, a Christmas party that I attended as well. Mm. And many people there had children, but none of them brought them. It was like a plus one oh, sort of thing. Fantastic. And it was lovely. And we were able to talk about other things. And yeah, like they came up in converse the kids came up in conversation here and there. But it was nice to enjoy the food and the presence and presence as in not gifts, but the right. presence of everyone at the dinner party. Yes.
0: I, at my lowest point, this dad that kept going it was his first kid so they're always chuffed aren't they oh. I'm the fourth kid my mum had forgotten about yeah. <laughs> me while while time I was two have
2: we got that one as
0: well I think like I was
2: the biggest... that explains a lot yeah, it? oh my goodness give me attention yes you Mommy just mummy didn't give me anything <laughs> mummy ignored me you said it not me I
0: think we all know <laughs> heard this radio show <laughs> narcissistic rhetoric you actually week.
2: got into this industry basically for that so that yes, someone ma'am. would be forced to listen to you speak and you know what my mum ironically doesn't listen to my radio show <laughs> oh, some things never change she called me the other day
0: for the first time in months and goes "Um, I heard one of your radio shows I was like
2: okay that's
0: quite good I've been doing this particular show for about three years by the way she was listening to a podcast from November of 2012 I think it was <laughs> She goes, it was funny. You were talking about monkeys or something.
2: Yeah, or something. <laughs> like yeah. She kind of had it on in the background, <laughs> exactly. not really absorbing.
0: That's so. Anyway, Aww. what was my point on this? Yeah, at the lowest point, um, this this dude that I was getting to know, and he was all right, but he kept going on about the kid. I was like, well, tell me about you. What are your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations? And I think he'd been a bit sort of trodden down. He's like, I can't afford aspirations. I oh, can no. barely afford my mortgage. <laughs> oh, uh do you want to go away i can't go away anymore because of little johnny <laughs> and then he just started going on about all the health problems that little johnny had had and like recently he'd been a bit ill with a dodgy stomach oh. started talking about his poo oh and i was eating like surely that's not right
2: is it but you know what he's so desensitized to it that he doesn't realize that's not important that's not appropriate no yeah
0: and also i think a lot of people think because for them the most important thing in their universe is little Johnny Yeah. then it must be reasonably important to me I'm here now to tell you I don't care
2: well okay these are the type of people though I think that get um, consumed with whatever is their big priority in their life for whatever, these people exist even from a young age. So, you know, there was always that kid that was a superstar soccer player and mm-hmm. all they're going to talk about is their soccer tournaments and how many goals they scored and they don't care about anything else. And then when they start dating people, it's all about their girlfriend or their boyfriend and then there's constant conversation about that. And it's just, oh, they're latching on to something. It's actually mm-hmm. a type of personality and I think it it translates all the way through. But if you have a really well-balanced life, no matter who you are, no matter how many kids you have, you should be able to talk about other things and not assume that everyone wants to know every single detail exactly. about whatever is consuming you True. at that very moment.
0: Yes, and if you're a mum, then of course you need. After a day of gugu garga, of course you need the relief. Yeah. Of talking about how hellish it can be with a fellow mum who's probably mega interested. Sure. But just just remember, not everyone's interested in your kids.
2: Yeah, there's other things in life.
0: I've decided to hit back. I'm now every time someone talks about their kids and I haven't asked, and they go more than one minute. I fight back by talking about my plant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Riveting. What yeah. plant is it?
0: The problem is I don't know anything about it.
2: Oh no! <laughs> you need to do some research. I like, do, don't I? Yeah. Look up some f- fun facts about bonsais. Yeah, and then just sprinkle yeah. them in. That's a
0: great idea. It's gone yeah. up. It's gone up. Uh, you think little Johnny's grown? My bonsai's gone up nearly <laughs> a millimetre.
2: Yeah, talk about the soil when yeah, he talks about exa- poo. Exactly. Yes. Was, Johnny's stomach
0: hasn't been right. I was changing his diaper earlier, and it, it was it was ever so splodgy. Well, I get that when I overwater <laughs> Delilah, my plant. Yes. Do you want to come? So do you want to see a photo of it? Do you? <laughs> no, you don't. Because I well, I don't want to know about Johnny's knickers either.
2: <laughs> Carry photos just in case. That's a brilliant idea. I'm oh, going to
0: take pictures of yes. random plants yes. this week. <laughs>
2: And you can talk about like how you want to cross pollinate and cross breed. This is great. This is good. Of course
0: really I'd like a tree, but I just haven't got the house space now. <laughs> and they're so expensive to keep. Yeah. And they last forever.
2: Yeah. They can go up to 100 years, you know. <laughs> and for the first 21 years they're a nightmare. And talk about how you can't go on vacation because then who's going to look after it? Oh, this is genius. You should start a blog. Like monitoring all these conversations,
0: my dot com. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a bonsai; you no. just need to adopt one. Like, and- I'll just find one on Google Images.
2: Yeah, just take a, have a bunch of pictures handy, and then fun facts in your back pocket. That's all you need. No, and
0: then I could start if I ever get irritating listeners. Then I could get my own back on the listeners by doing a five minute segment on the update on Vinny's Bonsai this week. is
2: going to be your um, way of blackmailing everyone in your life this could be your
0: downturn we've regularly done features of 10 minutes every week I don't need you anymore oh. I don't need you nice. I can talk
2: plants. you're turning on me now <laughs> I did nothing you're on the good side yeah
0: uh, have you got any plans for Christmas
2: I'm going away to Florida actually what is it with you <laughs> you barely sit down for 10 minutes you've just got back from Ecuador I know this is a family vacation though and Isn't the holidays about being with your family?
0: Don't rub it in. I mean, mine are all in England. (laughs) You
2: want to come to Florida? Mommy won't even phone me. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, with the Capitos, we'll take you in. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, because they love. They go every year. I don't go every. I haven't gone in several years, and so they were just so so wanting me to come. So I, I am. uh, I am going this year. Are they paying for it? Yes, they are.
0: Can I be a plus
2: one? <laughs> I can see what I could pull. <laughs> Bit of sun. Actually, I'm here. I might as well
0: tell you because I'm going to have to tell the listeners soon enough. I've decided I'm going down to Nicaragua for a month in February.
2: Oh wow! Oh, I can't be asked with winter. I, know. I can't.
0: I've just started feeling <laughs> the tentacles of that icy bastard.
2: We've been lucky though. It's warm out. Staying at five degrees tonight.
0: Today's great.
2: And then this week, we're the uh, tomorrow's getting up to thirteen. Shut up. Yeah. You know, New York
0: City today was seventeen.
2: Oof. Oof.
0: That's nice. Anyway, we've just crossed the line into slightly boring. <laughs>
2: so, we are talking about the weather. Exactly.
0: <laughs> now, did I tell you about little Johnny's teeth? Oh, thing? God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming in having a, a bit of a rant about this, that, and the other, and being a lovely, chovely person. Are you back again to, uh, next week?
2: Yes, I'll be here.
0: Oh, you're a fine, fine, upstanding feature.
2: <laughs> Thanks. I really do appreciate newsy poos. Ta da!
1: This is The Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
0: Yep, great radio station. And normally, during the day, you'll be updated with uh, traffic news and weather. But we don't tend to bother during my show. Although, if you are interested, traffic, fine. Weather, fine. So that's that sorted. Um, News out of Australia this week. Someone uh, very much upset an MP, an Australian MP, who is opposed to making same-sex marriage legal, claims that she'd been bullied and her property had been vandalised. Madeline Ogilvie represents the Labour Party in the Tasmanian Assembly. Despite her party's line, which is in favour of legalising same-sex marriage, she has voted against marriage equality on more than one occasion. After a recent vote, several Labour campaigners went to her office and, in her words, vandalised it. Vandalised. You thinking the worst?
1: Uh, People from her own party?
0: Yes. Wow. Because they weren't happy.
1: Get the message.
0: So what she 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 said. She's not well liked. No, they don't like her at all. She was outraged and took to Facebook, as everyone does now. And she said, this week I've had tactics of intimidation, property damage. I've been bullied on social media by people who ought to know better. It's completely unacceptable. The recent attack, word used there, attack, on my office was an appalling, an unjustifiable act of aggression, aggression, attack. What on earth did these people do? This sort of people, this sort of behaviour just turns people away from Labour. I'm disgusted, she said. So by this point, I was thinking, what on earth's happened? So I read on thinking, obviously, they've put a bloody car through the window, and then poured red paint as an act of defiance.
1: That'd be upsetting.
0: Yeah. All over her property, I assume. Um, turns out that the intimidation, property damage, bullying that was completely unacceptable, that disgusted her, was a chalk rainbow painted outside the office. Wow. <laughs> a rainbow drawn Oof. in chalk. Disgusting. How could you be that upset about things? I been really sorry for people that, are, that aren't up for... Um, that, that have chosen a life of gay bashing. Because it must be so tiring. Like, there's so much to be upset about in the world. And you're upset about the concept of t- two people of the same sex getting married. Like, I just don't know how you could be that bothered about that. I'd sooner set up a anti-fluff-in-the-corner-of-the-room group. I hate fluff-in-the-corner-of-the-room. It completely doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form, but I hate it. It's just so tiring to be, as a subject to be upset about. Yeah, it's a weird one. It is, isn't it? And we'll look back at this in 200 years and go, people used to really care about that. Same thing as the world is flat. People won't understand how. They used to what? They used to be bothered by people that had nothing to do with them getting up to sexual acts that they couldn't see in a room nowhere near them. That used to bother
1: people. It's like being bothered by imaginary things. Yeah. It's got, It's now nowhere near you. Yeah, it's all right. If you're
0: homophobic listening to this, just have a cup of tea and just worry about something else. There's plenty to worry about. Email me and I'll send you a list of things that you can worry about. <laughs> um, it's been a blast as always. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, thanks, Pat, for pressing buttons in the fine way that you have. Uh, we're nearing Christmas. I am here next week? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I think so. I'll pop in. It's not that hard, is it? Let's be honest. Thank you for all your texts. I didn't get a chance for all of them. A lot of people wanting snow for Christmas Day. Probably not. And someone wanting a uh, zombie apocalypse. Hmm. Probably more chance of snow, I think. But we'll see. Have a good one. today.